Yeah. All right. Uh. I'm shown in the belly of the beast, nigga. I be damned if I die in these streets, nigga. Hands up for the money, we gon' reach, nigga. Shown in the belly of the beast, nigga. Mic check one two one two. Mic check one two one two. Live and direct, we in effect. I said, yo, podcast, man, we got a crazy, crazy dope show going on today. We getting started, man. We do these, we pre-record the stream, we drop them online. So make sure if you're listening that you follow us on YouTube, Twitter, wherever you listen to podcasts, your social media platforms, all that stuff, we're everywhere. We appreciate you, appreciate y'all. You know what time it is. Uh, our last episode, we did a breakdown, man. We were talking about the craze going on in battle rap right now um there was a craze going on everybody was saying if eminem battled today eminem would get washed different people had different opinions and different views as far as how that goes man we had some callers they got a chance to call in and talk man shout out to them shout out to everybody that stayed in the chat and kicked it with us that whole time now today today though listen man today we have, man, I don't know if this is one of the first, I'll say one of the first, man, but we have a wonderful show, man. I say your podcast, man, we doing international things, man. We trying to uh, definitely broaden our horizons and bring light and share light and speak and get game from some of the best when it comes down to uh, the culture of battle rap, right? So uh, the gentleman I got on the line with me, Enigma coming from one of the no coming from the most viewed battle rap league in the world craig the whole wide world craig the whole wide world craig over two billion yeah i said it right billion views on 1100 battles with an average view of two million per battle homegrown they do it they don't need your help they don't need your help. You want to get over here. They don't need your help. Shout out to my man, Enigma, man. What's up, brother? What's up, man? How you feeling? Yo, yo, yo. What's happening, man? Yeah, what's good, Quest? Man, Thanks got you in the me, building. Man. man, we finally got you here, man. It's, it's late yeah, there, sure. right? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, 12 midnight over here. Um, Monday, basically. Okay. Okay. Well, man, listen, I want to say thank you for just staying up and taking the time to chop it up, man, because that that's important. And I appreciate you, man. Uh, for those that don't know, man, me and Enigma, and I guess this is everybody. Uh, we were trying to do this pod like for so many days and so many weeks, like, but because our time schedules are off, he think it would be one day. I think it would be another day or another time. And we were just like, yeah, man, we're supposed to do it today. He's like, no, we're supposed to do it tomorrow. And I'm like, wait, today is tomorrow. And he's like, yeah, yeah. so, so we had a hard time getting it done, man. How are you feeling right now, brother? I'm good, man. Um, yeah, it's Sunday. Uh, it was a Sunday earlier. Um, did my family day kind of thing. So, and my bad with the with the mix up with the time, man. That's uh, I guess that's like Filipino time mixed with the uh, RNT, right? So it, indeed, wait. indeed, indeed. So listen, we uh, you guys had um, on this show, man. We like to cover a 
wide range of things, but I also, uh, one of the most important things about this show is history, okay? Yeah. Um, history is important because we will not know where we're going if we don't know where we come from. Um, that's really, really important. Uh, flip top. A phenomenon like some people over here are just kind of catching the wave but i've always caught the wave i remember um one weekend this past weekend when the um battle with uh smuggles and sharon was about to drop there was um a lot of um let's say fanfare about who was gonna have the most views this weekend um, because that weekend i believe um averb and mickey fax dropped and chess and t-rex dropped on uh url and there were just a plethora of battles just dropping a bunch of battles dropping and um i saw that you guys were dropping a battle and i just went in the comments and went on twitter and i was like well none of y'all are gonna have the most viewed battle because <laughs> flip top is dropping man um you guys you guys have some of the greatest crowds I've ever seen in battle rap, just as far as the mass amount and the interaction throughout the battles. Um, but you got to get there from somewhere. You got to start from somewhere. Um, sure. Where did you start in, in hip hop? Was it, was it young? Was it what, like, how, how old were you when you first got interest in just rap in general? Yeah, man. Um, Fuck yo, like I've always been a, a fan of uh, rap and then eventually hip hop. So like as as uh, far back as I can remember, you know, um, uh, out here like we we got a ton of bootlegs, right? So like even as a kid, man, like I picked up uh, this this bootleg um, Snoop Dogg compilation thing. Mm -hmm. I was playing that shit with uh, like with my siblings in the room, and like they were they weren't really into that shit, right? So like they they were really shocked, like what the fuck would I was i listening to right like okay and how um, old are you around this time now i'm i'm 35 man uh but no yeah, no i so mean like, when you're when you're listening to hip-hop what in during this time while this is happening how old are you i was probably around like 10 years old man okay around that time yeah okay. 10 years old um and then you know like uh probably just like everyone else man like you try your hand at it write your little raps and shit um mm -hmm. so like i was doing that until like you know uh 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, like, like, you know, kiddie shit, basically like just stupid rhymes. Right. Like, um, mm -hmm. and then, um, yeah, man, I just kept gravitating towards it. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, uh, just trying to get more and more, uh, get, get my hands first on, on more and more hip hop. You know what I mean? Like, um, so I was collecting, uh, cassettes back then. Yeah. Um, just trying to figure it out. Um, and then eventually like, uh, ran into like some, some like-minded people, right? Like, like, uh, like I, I guess a lot of my my childhood friends, right? Like uh, we were all into basketball and shit. Yeah. Um, and while some of them were still like sticking with the basketball, I'm I'm like slowly, slowly like, hey, like, fuck man, like this hip hop shit's dope or this rap shit's dope. Like I wonder if like who else do I know like that that really digs this shit, right? Mm -hmm. And then um, and like the other side, like the other crew uh, back then, like like they were actually into it a lot deeper. So like when I when I discovered that, you know, what I mean like. Uh, yeah, man, I, I I got exposed to like all sorts of fucking a lot more hip hop than basically I had access to at the time, which was pretty much um, yeah, you know, like a local local rap and then um, whatever comes out on MTV, pretty much, you know. Okay. So, um, 
there was that and and, and after that like when i when my uh horizons were broadened like with all that shit man like started digging all the way back you know what i mean like to the golden age even before my, that uh, uh, horizons were broadened like with okay do you um yeah. how during that time are you are you rapping in english because you're listening to english do you speak english at this time do you know english are you fluent as the yeah, household yeah. speaks like um, yeah i'm like um i guess i'm i'm like a super minority case out here wherein like i actually grew up speaking english you know what i mean that was my my i'd say it's pretty much my first language but um like we spoke english at home and shit okay but uh but I definitely tried writing in, in Tagalog, which is uh, the, the native language, right? Uh, Tagalog or Filipino. Okay. Uh, I would try. and uh, But for the most part, like a bunch of us were rapping in English. And, and like the that crew that I got with basically from like 15 onwards, when, when we started taking the shit a lot more seriously, like uh, I'd say half of us were rapping in English. So, yeah. So okay. my, my exposure to hip hop was really like, like uh, a lot of the american hip-hop basically like yeah okay so so what were you during this during this age what were you rapping about were you just rapping about what you were hearing on on the music that you were listening to or were you putting your experiences into into the raps man shit i've never actually thought about that but um like i i'd say i started out just like um half and half maybe like uh, a bit of my situation but at the same time trying to copy like you know like um uh mcs that i dug a lot of spit at will shit you know a lot of braggadocio yeah. shit yeah, so yeah. um and then you eventually had the, like, you had the you bentley know, like, and the beamer and the iced out watch and all that in <laughs> nah, the... <laughs> nah, nah, not that though not, not that though like um we were trying to rap more on the conscious tip i'd say like okay. back then just because like um obviously like uh it wouldn't be us you know what i mean like like we don't have bentley's out here yeah yeah, um, yeah and nor were we actually like those kind of people who like would rap about shit like that you know what i mean like i wasn't too much into the club shit growing okay. up um like yeah man like it was a lot of uh like hardcore uh hardcore boom bap type stuff um, okay and then eventually like some left field shit you know what i mean like uh that kind of thing man and okay. and then um i guess yeah man my my style pretty much i guess like evolved from like my influences and shit like uh as i got older and shit like i was really just trying to listen to everything i could get my hands on everything that we could pirate basically uh back when we had a uh, soul seek and uh even kaza and shit like that uh mm -hmm. of course a bit of myspace stuff like that whatever we could get our hands on pretty much man um so i got with that crew and then like we were trying to like uh do it seriously basically like uh we were a rap collective, basically, or, or like an independent label at that time. Okay. Um, and you can imagine, man, it's it's like you can imagine how independent it actually was. Because, like, you know, we're like fucking a bunch of Filipinos just trying to rap. And then we're rapping about shit that's not like, that's not the usual shit. So, yeah. so it was like super independent. Um, and from that, man, like um, pretty much where I learned how to like organize events as well. So... Mm -hmm. Um, I joined the I joined the a battle event of theirs before I actually joined the crew, right? Like I, I joined, I was like hella young. Um my shit sucked for sure. And then uh <laughs> and then 
I, I went up against like one of the one of the veterans out here who's uh you know he was an actual freestyler man so like for sure he whooped my ass and then uh but i guess i did good enough for them to like to think that yeah you know like i'd, I'd fit so so uh i joined the crew um and i would also help out with like organizing like the our little events right like trying to push the alternative hip-hop shit out here um you know like get like 10 people 20 people watching and shit <laughs> Uh, and from that, man, yeah, like uh, eventually, like I organized like my first like freestyle battle event around like, man, I'd, I'd like to say it was like I was around maybe 16, but it could have been like anywhere between okay. like 16, 18 or some shit like that. Like I got I got the dates mixed up now. But so uh, during, yeah, so, yeah. During that time, um, like this artist is happening within six six years from being 10 to 16 like all this movement from just growth and um learning hip-hop to organizing it having a crew and all that when you yeah, yeah. when you get together and you you start creating at this um this level you start creating uh hip-hop songs freestyles uh competition things of that nature what's what's the family think what's your family think about your involvement in hip-hop during this time probably the same as everyone else man they probably they they didn't appreciate it at all man like um you know i mean i definitely got my my ass yelled at for playing the music too loud yeah. probably even like rapping too loud by myself and shit. Yeah. like uh i'm pretty sure i got cussed out even as a as a young kid for like speaking too fast you know what i mean like yeah be like why the fuck are you speaking too fast like stuff like right. that so um yeah man like i guess like um and, and maybe from from my folks's perspective like they probably figured like you know like shit we we gave you like a better life type shit so like like why are you getting into that shit <laughs> so mm -hmm. yeah like all of us right, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah so i can't blame them right um but yeah um yeah it was they they definitely didn't understand it they probably still don't really understand it now uh yeah. but yeah <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's funny, man. My mom still doesn't fully understand it. Like, um, the first time I came home and we had, like, I'm like, yo, I'm about to be on TV. I, they're doing a TV show about me. And then they had the real TV cameras and the truck and the crew. That was the first time yeah. my mom was like, oh, well, maybe he is. But to this day, man, when I'm going out of town or going out of the country, my mom still can't grasp that somebody's paying me to do this in her mind oh, i'm i'm just going on vacations and i'm just yeah, spending around, a right? bunch of money and shit. like <laughs> um so the competition aspect was seems like it was always there because you were bumping into people to freestyle with um and things of that nature were you watching battle rap and if so what? when did you start at what age yeah man um fuck let me try to get the timeline right um like i was definitely like exposed to battle rap like uh from the freestyle era so okay. like uh i definitely stumbled upon like sirius jones Jin, a little bit of iron solomon um i remember uh fucking idea idea was like a, yeah, a yeah. big influence on, on me Rest and us idea. yeah for sure um and then uh and then yeah man like uh 
a bit of a I remember fucking um I don't want to fuck up the name right but I remember watching like fucking uh, was it Rich Dollars or Reed Dollars I, who came first Reed Dollars Reed Dollars Reed Dollars on, on just the, to do the freestyles right? right yeah yeah okay on some on the smack battles I think it wasn't probably wasn't called smack back then but yeah but, that was too raw for the streets yeah yeah I believe so there was that and then uh and then the next thing pretty much man was uh was i think we yeah it was pretty much you guys man like uh dub rc's pretty much yo okay. wrc's and then eventually grind time um and then you stumble upon like the canadian league you're like oh shit, the canadians do it too mm-hmm. um but obviously like we heard of the canadians from uh from uh the wrc's right uh yeah. australia and shit. Yeah, yeah so yeah man you guys um uh, both seasons of uh wrc's grind time and and okay. the rest is history man pretty much so so what was the moment you said hey man i'm gonna start this league up like when when was that when was what was the inaugural year like when did you guys get going well we put um flip up was started in uh 2010 uh okay. but i was kind of planning it uh, probably as early as 20 uh yeah 2008 pretty much okay. i'd say tell me about um, that tell me about that plan like how did it come about um 2008 you're jotting down ideas probably brainstorming yeah, yeah. Uh, all this stuff is a fantasy at the moment all of this is an action plan maybe um yeah. tell me about the early thoughts and um to actually bringing flip top into fruition and it it seems like it succeeded your wildest dreams in that regard, or maybe it just met your wildest dreams. I don't know. So tell me. Yeah, no, it definitely exceeded it. Um, but yeah, man, uh, I, I probably said this in, in, in past interviews, uh, but like before flip up, we actually wanted to do like a WRC thing out here as well. Like the whole, basically like the two on two, um, mm-hmm. freestyles or like, you know, you, you can bring some pre-writtens and shit. Um, and like, I, I, like I, I was even thinking of some corny name, right? Like, it, like I was like, "Fuck, uh, wait, how many of us are there? Like, do I know of in in the Filipino scene, in the local scene, that actually freestyle and are into battle rap, right?" So mm-hmm. I was like, "Okay, there's like probably come up to like uh, maybe like 16 different groups and shit." So I was like, "Yeah, we can probably try the WRC thing," and I was thinking like, "Let's call it a uh, Yo Camp <laughs> back okay. then." Okay. Okay. And then. <laughs> Uh, cause it was like, yeah, you know, like, uh, the local scene back then, like we knew of each other, but you know, like people weren't tight and definitely not tight as how like you eventually become like when you join like the fucking the leagues. Right. So, mm-hmm. so, uh, like I was thinking shit, it, it could be like a camp based pretty much or record label based group based. And, you know, we can talk some shit about like those other guys. Um, and then, like, somewhere along the line, man, like, it actually, it really struck me. I was like, fuck, you know what? Like, I I, I wanted to do it just because, uh, like, it wasn't happening out here then. Like, so grind time was al- already happening. But but I felt like we needed to go through the freestyle era more before we could graduate to that. Okay. And then, like, at a certain point, I feel like it, it crossed my mind. Like, um, I was just like, wait, shit, man. You know, it's going to take forever for us to catch up if we really want to do that WRC type uh, freestyle battle circuit. 
it's going to take us forever to catch up. And maybe by the time I try to catch up, like somebody might beat me to the idea of, of doing like the shit, basically the openly written um, league format style. So, okay. yeah, man, I, I, I pretty much, uh, yeah, I tried to figure it out. I was like, I think, I think it makes sense to just lay the way to the written style and try to introduce okay. that. Cause like, like if people aren't going to understand like the freestyle, the, the two on two freestyles, like why waste time on that? You know what I mean? So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So 2008, 2009, oh, 2010, shit. we get into 2000, 2010. Um, that's when you had the first, uh, flip, flip top event, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. What's going on before we get to the battles? What's going on in your mind the day of the first event? Like, what are your worries? What are your, like, how many battles do you have? How many people are in the audience? Um, um, yeah, man. Um, I guess, like, I was, like, slightly nervous, but maybe not as nervous as I should have been. Maybe, okay. like, only because, like, I was already, like, helping out, like, with organizing events and everything, so... I was kind of like familiar with the process, the logistics, like what to look out for, shit like that. Um, I already contracted like the 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 camera for the event, who eventually okay. became like my my main my main man with uh with flip top. Uh, shout outs okay. to Kuyakev, um, also known as uh, Umf. Um, and then um, I got the venue. Um, I got the tickets. I got somebody to like man the gate. Uh, and then I think like my only concerns maybe at the time were like trying to get the rest of the the audience to understand like what the fuck we're trying to do. So like um uh first of all, like I'm I'm sure it happens like everywhere, right? Like uh when the written format first came along, like even some MCs weren't down with it, right? Like they were yeah. like, Oh, that's just cheating. So yeah. So like we actually had like one MC who showed up to the battle and he was like, Oh wait, you guys are written, like, blah blah blah, all, all like Oh, we don't have a beat that kind of thing yeah so, yeah 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 yeah, yeah. On the spot and and i also tried to like break it down to everyone else as well like uh you know basically tell them like um you know the rest of the world is doing this like this and so like i'm trying to like you know we've always had the talent and maybe we can try our hand at it and then uh like one of the main things i guess i pointed out to the audience back then was a uh, uh the segregation of uh english and tagalog battles so like in the freestyle era, man, like that shit would always be mixed up. And no matter how good you were in English as a freestyler, or even if you brought riddens as a as an English MC, you'd most likely end up losing to like the the Tagalog MC in the finals, right? So um yeah, uh I feel like that was a very like important uh pivotal step in in our evolution, you know what I mean? So like I tried to like I explained to them like uh so like the battles here like it's always going to be english versus english and tagalog versus tagalog and at the same time like i know we all come from like different social social economic backgrounds and shit and i know like we all have like um stereotypes of each other's languages right so but like uh like maybe we can work on not like talking shit about each other's languages like with okay. this thing you know what i mean because like you know what I mean? Like, out here in the Philippines, man, like, of course, like, if you speak English, like, you're considered, like, upper class and shit. And especially, okay. like, with the with the English uh, English local music that was coming out at the time, it was a lot of uh, what we call amboys or balikbayans or 
like Amboy is like short for American boy. So it's okay. like Filipinos who had like spent time in the States and then came back, you know, like um, mm-hmm. came back all hip hop and shit. So, uh, gotcha. <laughs> so yeah, like those guys were definitely, you know, like to be able to even afford to like fly to the States to like migrate even for like for a few years, like um, requires a lot of money. I mean, so. Right. So um, so obviously, like we would be of a higher social class. And then and then on the flip side, like a lot of the English cats, you know, I mean, like there was definitely a sentiment of like, like all everyone who raps in Tagalog is like uh, the word would be like um, jologs out here, which it kind of kind of roughly translates like riffraff or um, like what's the word for it, I guess, in English. But um, basically riffraff, like lower class, it. you know, what I mean, like got you, got you, got you. Yeah, Do something you, like um, that. Yeah. So you, you so, created. You know, I mean, there was, there was definitely like. Yeah. So you created a space yeah, yeah. that that those things weren't. So you ca- you kind of created some rules. Maybe, like yeah, um, maybe I'd not unwritten. Maybe. maybe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And maybe like maybe like a vision. You know, what I mean, like because like okay, the way I always saw you. it, man, was like you no, know, you know, like um. I enjoy this shit, right? So all I'm really thinking, right, is like I want you to fucking enjoy it the same way I'm enjoying it. You know what I mean? Right. So like I enjoy like Tagalog rap. And then I also enjoy like like super obscure fucking English hip hop. Yeah. You know what I mean? So and that and yeah, man, that's that's basically my thinking, you know, like like oh shit, like um those guys are doing it in the States, they're doing it in Canada, blah blah blah. And we have hip hop here and we're dope anyway, and and you know, like um as a scene, like like, you kind of want like um, the fellow Filipinos basically like to understand, to accept, to appreciate like uh, uh, Filipino hip hop and that it actually exists. Mm-hmm. Um, and then maybe like one other one other uh, perspective out here, man, is like uh, a lot of the non hip hop Filipinos, man, like they straight up like look down on hip hop. You know what I mean? Like when it was starting out, like they all thought it was like a wannabe black. Um, you know, like want to be gangster, want to be like, uh, like talking about bitches and and cars and stuff like that. So, um, and if not that, it was like basically like crime and shit. Like all those guys always get into fights, uh, that kind of thing. So it was really looked down upon, man. Like, um, out here, like hip hop was really considered like ghetto shit. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. do you think? Um, um, do you think that flip tops existence and his maturation since his initial inception? has helped break that down or break that wall you think oh uh, yeah man like um i'd like to think so uh and especially nowadays man like it like a lot of the success of flip top man it's really a lot of non-hip-hop guys uh, a lot of non-hip-hop people looking in you know what i mean so like mm-hmm. so um and and they actually like you know like um they end up picking it up you know what i mean like um like people who wouldn't be considered like naturally hip hop inclined people, you know what I mean? Like they'll get into battle rap, like they'll figure out the the shit, the techniques, and they'll start like figuring out like what it's called, that kind of thing. They start analyzing it better. And uh, yeah, man, I'd say like pretty much like uh, Filipino hip hop is like super widely accepted nowadays, man. Like, okay. uh, so <laughs> like one, one of our examples, man, is uh, growing up, you know what I mean? Um, if you were the dude who could play guitar in the crew, like you were mm-hmm. the man, you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. you were the one that like all the all, all the girls like you and shit. Like you were you were considered like the the dope the dope guy, right? Like yeah, yeah. Um, 
and now like nowadays i like i'd like to think man like um if you're the one who can rap like that's pretty much taken over like everything you know what i mean like if, if you're that one guy who raps in the crew then you're probably getting the bitches you're probably you know <laughs> yeah. you know, that kind of thing <laughs> you um so this this first event when this first event i asked you about how you felt when the first event happened right yeah, yeah. um in the beginning like what what type of feeling you had in that regard now i'm curious to know when that event was over how did you feel um did you feel it was a success or was it a success did you um were you motivated like what was the feeling going on after that yeah man no it was definitely crazy man like uh like like we knew we were we were onto something and i'd say like the crowd at the time was like everyone was like went home shocked you know what i mean like everyone was okay. probably like wasn't right after and uh uh it was actually it was definitely a success man at the time like i remember it was around like 150 people mm-hmm. like more more than 150 people and like mcs and and um hip-hop crews included you know what i mean but like a lot of dudes came out for that event so um 100 150 plus man like that was considered like a really big success at the time and maybe like at any time right like anytime mm-hmm. you can get a crowd 150 that's like whether you're a star, uh, underground MC or a underground battle league, like 150 is probably like you know as a good attendance, right? So that was already crazy, man. And and the feeling was definitely like, yeah, it, w- it was crazy. Like I got MCs coming up to me, like asking me when the next one was right away. Um, right. So yeah, I got that. Like uh, our first event was in February. The next event was in March. So okay. and then um, from there, like I was already like slowly like um, planning like a step ahead you know what i mean like yeah so like after the first like you first plan for the first event and then and then after the first event you plan for the next event but a little bit of half of the third one and when you hit the third one you start planning for events four and five and so on and so forth and yeah man it just took off yo like um like it was already crazy and then it was um slowly slowly going viral on youtube at the time but mm-hmm. it really like it really er- erupted by our fourth event, yo. Like, that's when it really, like, like when I, you know what I mean? I got to the venue and people were, were already lined up and shit, like all the way downstairs. Um, I heard people like traveled from like, like hours away type shit. So, and that's when people first started coming up for like autographs, pictures and shit, or probably not pictures. Like, um, we didn't have like cell phone cameras back then, I think, at okay. that time. Um, okay. Or like it wasn't a big thing, not not as big as it is today, right? Uh, mm-hmm. But definitely like the autographs, man. Like that was something. I was like, "Yo, what? Like really? Like so, so?" So when we're when we're so that's like the in person um, effect. Like you're you're experiencing uh, being recognized for what you do. The artists are being recognized for what they do. You guys just threw your big first event, 150 people, and then you put it online. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah. First battle, two million views. Next battle, a million views. Next battle, five million views. Next battle, five million views. Next battle, a million. Next battle, three million. Are you surprised at the viewership? Oh hell yeah, man! Like okay, fuck yeah, man! Like um, like I knew it it could get big, but. I never thought it'd get big like that and that fast, you know what I mean? And uh, 
Oh yeah, and the funny thing is, man. So like our first event, like we had five battles, right? And then, uh, like our like the very first battle, or like two battles, like uh, we lost them, yo. Like we weren't able to upload that shit. Like somebody jacked the fucking memory card and shit. Oh man. Yeah. It so, wasn't us. No, no, no. It wasn't. <laughs> no, no, not the stolen tapes. It wasn't the stolen tapes, man. Uh, but, but yeah, no. The, that's fucking ironic, man. Yeah, I remember that time because, like, shit, yo, it happened. Like, I remember watching that shit happen in, in your league, and then it happened to us. And I was like, whoa, that shit actually fucking happens, yo. Like, people actually yeah. fucking jack the memory card, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> um, man, and it then, wasn't, yeah, it wasn't but, us, man. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Uh, and then um, the views were pretty high at the start, and then, but it really started exploding probably like after our second event. Okay. That's when like, and then it just kept going and going and going and like, yeah. You know I mean, what like do you what do you attest it at? Are are you guys? Did you did you look at some type of way to market the battles, or did you just put them out and that's what happened? Yeah, pretty much, man. That's we we just put it out and that's what happened. Um, but to to break it down, I'd say, man, like it's, it's definitely a mix of uh several factors. Number one being like the skill is actually there. You know, what I mean, like it's yeah. actually dope shit. You know. <laughs> Like, uh, like if you all could understand, like what these guys are saying, like it's it's pretty fucking genius, and from the start, you know, like, like yeah, sure, like a few lines were like a bit stupid, maybe, and like some people choke or stuff like that. So, uh, but but it the talent was definitely there. Uh, okay. second would be it being on free media, pretty much. So like, you know, if I if I tried to charge, like if I put that out on on VCDs or DVDs and tried to charge like, uh, five pesos or like. Like even if I tried to charge like five cents for it, yeah. it definitely wouldn't have blown up, and somebody would have probably like copied that shit. You know what I mean? Like they would have pirated yeah. it, and they yeah. probably would have copied the whole league format as well. Okay. Um, like earlier on, um, so yeah. Uh, and then the third would be, would be like the whole novelty of it for like all the outsiders, pretty much, because they're like, "What the fuck is this? Right, like, oh right. shit, they're talking shit about each other, and, and it rhymes, and it's funny." And it's fucking it's sick and it's and it's dope and like that that guy's dope that guy's dope and like oh they had a good clash that kind of thing um and then i'd say like the fourth factor would probably be like i feel like like growing up man i always thought like um like the whole like roasting culture was universal you know what i mean like yeah so i, I don't know if there are schools out there who don't do it but definitely like me growing up uh and with like the 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 bunch of dudes I was rolling with or the kids that, that we were rolling it, like we were always clowning on each other, like yeah. uh recess lunch, dismissal, like waiting yeah. for the bus type thing, just talking shit, like making like like I remember fuck making fun of like my 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 friends like dead dad like at an early age type shit. But but it was <laughs> yeah. cool, you know what I mean? Like between uh -huh. us in our yeah. group. Yeah. So so You know, like, we're we're much more alike than we are different like that that's yeah, yeah. the thing like across the world like there's yeah, yeah. different languages and all that different culture yeah. but we share some of the same things so like that roastness session a good roastness session is definitely um what what helped me in this culture you know yeah yeah so pretty much dope. man like right? like just just clowning each other and shit so so those would those would be the factors man that that i i'd say like really um helped flip up like 
uh, garner the the views and the mileage and all of that. Um, I'd like to think I I had a hand in in it as well, of course. Like you know, like I steered it the right way. I tried to do things for the right reasons, type shit. So, uh, yeah. So, when it comes down, why why the name Flip Top? Why did you pick Flip Top? Uh yeah. Uh, shit, man. Um, pretty much like. So I, I'm just thinking of like what's what's like a a common word but isn't used too often. Like it's common enough for people to like recognize it, but isn't used too often. That kind of like symbolizes us at the same time and maybe like also like um incorporates like a bit of hip-hop in it as well and specifically man, like one of the main things i thought about at the time was that it had to be like two syllables because okay. grind time was grind time and don't flop was don't flop and yeah. basically only kotd like kind of like stretched it out right yeah um but at the time it was like yeah like grind time don't flop so i was like yeah what's like two syllables and then um and out here man um so like with cigarettes like we have the soft pack like we don't have it anymore nowadays or like maybe like the cheaper cigarettes would have it so like we have the soft pack and the hard pack pretty much yeah yeah the hard pack was called the flip top back then ah man so like basically this thing thing. so yeah yeah so like um like i swear man like like the old cigarette cartons even had that shit like flip top on it like flip top cartons or whatever yeah um and you know it, it just fit man you know like the word flip is kind of like you know like a derogatory out in the states we don't actually use it out here mm-hmm. but like but i like i'm aware that like in um in the west coast at least like uh i think flip was like fighting words for a while because it meant like fucking little island people or some shit like that oh wow and it's like, okay. those are, like filipino right so <laughs> And then, uh, of course, like a flip in hip hop would be like a rebuttal, right? So, like, right, right. and you go off the top. So, like, you know, like all it makes sense on like many different levels, and that's pretty much like I guess like my my thinking whenever it comes to like um, coming up with like titles, whether whether it's like event titles, league mm-hmm. titles, or album titles, song titles, that kind of thing. Uh, that's kind of like how how I look at it, man. Like, it has to make sense on like several different levels, yeah, and not be corny and shit. So, yeah, so. So around uh, 2010, um, that same year, a little later in the yeah. year, end of the year, you guys brought over what I believe to be your first American um, yeah. battler. You guys yeah. brought over uh, Dirtbag Dan, my guy. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Dirtbag Dan, man. Shout out Dirtbag Dan. Um, yeah. Battle did 4 million views. Uh, you and Dan had a showing out there, man. I believe that Dan, <laughs> like, just the response to the crowd. I don't think that he thought that that the the crowd would be as into what they got into. But yeah, tell yeah. me, tell me about that time. Tell me what the hype was, um, and how you how you felt getting ready to battle one of your first. Was this your first American uh, yeah, like pretty, MC pretty that much, you right? American yeah, opponent? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So tell sure, me about sure. like the preparation. Um, yeah of not only the event because you're doing you're basically being smack beasley organic and you're being the battler you're putting the event together yeah, yeah. you're battling on the event i've yeah. done that before so i know the pressure tell yeah. me about it from your perspective yeah man no it was crazy for sure um shit uh first of all man like i i, I put out a disclaimer like i kind of like 
cringe at that battle you know what i mean like 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 maybe i had some good shit but at the same time like you know of course like when you're way older you're like man what the fuck man? Yeah, like, yeah 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 hindsight why, is 2020 20. like like why the fuck do i look like that you know what i mean so um <laughs> maybe i could have fucking spat this shit better you know so so i definitely feel that way about it but at the same time like i'd like to think i i did a uh okay enough job man i'd say um like i feel like i was probably a lot more arrogant about my writing when i first started out you know what i mean like and um uh you know like um like def i was definitely like aware of like the global standard of of battle rap and lyricism and all of that but okay. like maybe when i was a lot younger i was I, like super hella brash and shit just like i fuck yeah i can write whatever and it's gonna be dope like you know what i mean so and then, and then eventually so like you know like when you grow up you're like wait you know what that shit wasn't that dope you know like so um but at the time i was definitely hyped about it like i wasn't too worried you know what i mean i was like yeah i, I can take this guy you know like that's nothing you know and and like i was hella um like arrogant even about like my my um memorization ability you know what i mean like like i was kind of, i was one of those guys who was like fuck it like i could finish like writing three days before the before the battle and i yeah. could still memorize that shit easy it's not going to be a problem like okay until eventually like i choked in like my second or third battle and that's what that's what like you know like really taught me to like take it a lot more seriously and then style wise like yeah man like i always like i always tried to take like like a different approach and I feel like in hindsight, it's definitely like cost me a few battles. Like I'm always like trying to do some stupid experimental shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, only to figure out that like I I should be like a lot more well-rounded, a lot more direct, and all of that. So, uh, yeah, man, for the event, um, for the event itself, I was I got worried only because I lost my voice before my battle, yo. So, ah, oh, man, yeah. So. Uh, I actually like um, someone in the crowd, one of the MCs, man. Like we have this candy out here. It's called like, uh, it's some Chinese shit, right? Like Pei Pakwa. Okay. It's supposed to help you with like sore throat and stuff like that. It's probably like some kind of ginseng kind of thing, okay. right? So, but I've never actually used that shit. And he, he told me he's like he, he gave it to me, and I used it, and and my 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 voice actually came back just enough for that fucking battle. So. But besides that, like the logistics, I wasn't too worried. I was enjoying the battle. I let somebody else like host the battles for that day, yeah. just so I could like prepare and shit. J just like watch on the sides. Um, I remember having to break up like two fights and shit. So, uh, like off cam and shit. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But otherwise, you know, it was like business as usual. Like it okay. wasn't like, um, it wasn't as a. You know what I mean? Like, I wasn't, like, super, like, uh, surprised. But definitely, like, maybe more than the day itself was actually the fucking, like, the day when, when Dirtbag Dan put out the poster that he was going to battle me. Like, when I finally saw it on the internet, like, on, on my computer and shit. Right. That's when I was like, oh, it's shit, real. this shit's actually real, yo. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. So, um... It was it was more of that, but like on the day of the event, like, like, I'd say I was I, I was like overconfident and shit. Okay. Probably feeling myself too much, like probably thinking <laughs> like, ah, man, fuck this guy, like, what's he gonna say, type shit. Right. So, but um, like uh, biggest of kudos to fucking dirtbag man, like um, 
it's not just that um it's not just that he adjusted for the crowd but even his his choice of adjustment was like really really fucking um well played man like in hindsight right. I, I i look back at it and i'm like yo that like those choices of angles and fucking jokes mm-hmm. and, and local references like that was perfect you know what i mean cuz like um uh what do you call this like uh as a point of comparison like um somebody else battled out here and tried to use like local references but it wasn't working you know it, it wasn't yeah. landing it was a lot of uh, older more obscure references so um yeah man like in in hindsight i was i was really like yo those choice of angles that that was fucking that was that was amazing and then um like for sure like as it was going on like i was definitely amazed but i was also yeah. like man I, I i can take this guy right and then um uh eventually like i won and uh like i felt like i was really supposed to win but but yeah you know like the older you get you're like yo i was just like hella arrogant at that time like <laughs> I, I was just like super like overconfident and shit <laughs> you know then, yeah, um crazy yeah like in order to do that uh and and real quick because i do want to address uh one question uh i want to put it on the screen uh look yeah. at you go uh what's the first battle on flip top you suggest for a first time viewer what would you what would you suggest are uh, you uh definitely go with the the two on two the most viewed one the Looney Abra versus uh Shei and Smugglers. That's how he pronounce it, by the okay. way. Smugglers. Uh Shei and Smugglers. Yeah. Okay. Um that one, like, yeah, that's that's pretty much like basically like uh the one of the peaks of Filipino hip hop and Filipino battle rap put together, you know what I mean? Because like okay, all of them are, are also like well established uh artists now okay. and back then, so so I wanted to talk about that. I was going to talk about it later, but since you brought it up, um, yeah. when you're um, the talent, um, your talent, uh, the talent on Flip Top, the MCs, are they just battle rappers? Do they do other things? Like what? What are they uh, doing outside of battle rap? um nowadays you mean or back then Uh, both start from the beginning maybe some of these guys got fame after flip top and came back or you know just let me know um so definitely like uh it started out with like a bunch of us knowing each other from the scene you know like um Mm -hmm. seeing each other at hip-hop nights different gigs different battle events that's kind of thing um hearing of like each other from this and that different corners basically of the scene and then uh nowadays man like um yeah, uh, a lot of a lot of battle MCs put out music. Um, a ton of them are are full time fucking full time hip hop artists, pretty much. Whether okay. it's music or like full time battle rap, like uh, which was completely unheard of, like when we first started. You know what I mean? So yeah, um, yeah, a lo- lot of cats, man. They a lot of cats own businesses as well. Like they they run their own uh, merch lines. Um, uh, they got they got uh, shops. Um, MCs uh, do online content as well. Like a bunch of them went went on to do like streaming and uh, acting as well, pretty much like uh, on on like a uh, local TV. Okay. So um, yeah, but a lot of a lot of full time hip hop artists, pretty much, man. Like 
music and battle rap. So okay, and thing, that kind of thing. So are these? Would these be considered like if you were to compare some of the MCs that battle um, in their careers outside of battle rap, being it acting or <clears throat> making music? Let's use the ones that are uh, full time musicians. Who would yeah. they be comparable to uh, for our American listeners? Who would they be comparable to uh, while still participating in in your battle rap events? Like the biggest ones, man. Like, uh, like let's say Looney, for example. I'd say he's like probably like uh on the levels of uh like Eminem, J Cole, oh, wow. Kendrick. Like he's he's that he's up there for sure. Um, okay. same same with uh Smugglers, Shay and Abra. Like they they're all up there. You know what I mean? So okay. like um uh they become like our benchmarks pretty much for uh. Filipino battle rap and Filipino hip hop music at the time. Um, since then, because that battle was in a uh, fuck. When was it? Was it a uh, 2012? I think or 2014? Some shit. Um, but definitely since then, like we've all gotten older. So like, there's definitely like a uh, new generations of uh, of of MCs coming up as well. Mm -hmm. Like so, uh, the scene's big enough now, man. Where there's also like a, a sizable chunk of them that go straight to music like they don't do the battle rap thing anymore okay. whereas like obviously like a, a lot of us did the battle rap thing at the start to um get more people to listen to our shit pretty much to like yeah, show yeah, up yeah. at the game so so um you know see that's, yeah, something that, that's something that happens here uh that doesn't happen as much anymore um yeah, a lot of battle to rappers yeah a lot of battle rappers are just trying to be battle rappers they don't some yeah, yeah. some battle rappers don't even make music at all yeah for sure yeah. um so what do you what do you say is the reason those mcs get so much success outside of flip top and they come back um maybe the basically the competitive spirit i'd say like okay Maybe because okay. they, they fucking enjoy it. Um, it definitely doesn't hurt your career, the fucking battle, you know what I mean? Like, See, here is different. So, yeah, here, here is different. Like, yeah, like yeah. Drake Drake don't want to, like, he, Drake getting a, on a battle rap stage and, and lose, his career is over. You know yeah, what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's, it's that kind of fear. Um, and it looks like it's the opposite there. Like, uh, the fans revere that. They want to see that. They want to listen to your music. And they also, um, when when you guys have your events, are the MCs interacting with the fans? Or is it more like a show kind of thing? The, 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 the MCs are separate? Or is it a VIP or a meet and greet? Yeah, yeah. Or, like, uh, how does that work? We have a VIP section. But definitely, like, some MCs will, you know, like, they'll they'll uh chilling the crowd as well um but for the most part they also kind of have to be separated in case they get called to judge or like okay. um and also so like they can actually listen to the battles because like if one of them's in the middle like it's not gonna stop you know what i mean like everyone's gonna come up for pictures kind of thing but for sure like a lot of them definitely interact with the crowd uh unfortunately i can't like i have to run straight to the backstage and shit yeah um so but yeah, uh, yeah, man. Um, I'd say the the MCs that don't have battles that day, they're definitely okay. like a lot more free. 
to fucking okay. interact with the crowd. So, yeah. How do you go about finding new talent? What's that process like? Um, I'm sure now people are beating your doors down to get on Flip Top. But in the beginning... Yeah, ever since pretty much, man. Okay. Um, um, our, our current fucking tryout format now, it's like, it's a lot more... Um, there's definitely a lot more hoops you got to jump through. Like, it's, it's a lot more serious now. Like, okay. back then, it was, like, a lot easier for sure. And then we also did, like, the freestyle tournaments as just to see, like, who, who does what. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, man, like, it's like a four-tier process. Like, you got to submit online. And then from there, you got to attend, like, a, a freestyle battle, a freestyle tournament. And from there, you graduate to, like, the, the one-minute battles before you make it to the big stage. And so, is that um, with everybody? Or is that... That's that's for the most part. Okay. Yeah, for the most part, uh, for sure. Like, like I I have special picks as well. Like, uh, cats who make their names like in the smaller leagues and shit. So like, Mm -hmm. um, that's definitely easier to pick. And at the same time, um, like, MCs that put out music who I'm familiar with, you know, like they want to try to battle. So like, like obviously I won't put them through the fucking tryouts process anymore. Uh, but one of the main things that we do, man, is um we intentionally hold the tryouts like every two years only it's like uh um, oh, wow okay because like my thinking is like uh like if you don't pass the tryouts uh now like if i hold it again next year you're not going to be that much better you know what i mean yeah, yeah and at the same time those that did pass that year i'm still trying to build up their name right before right. like before like they get replaced by like by the next batch of rookies gotcha. so like the whole two years thing that's intentional um this latest one kind of took a, a bit longer because of the pandemic and everything. So I think like we have we hadn't had like a a tryouts in like three three and a half years. Um, but we did it last year and it's still ongoing now. Um, and so like uh like I'll get inquiries from like the entire country, right? And like we're seven thousand islands and shit right. with like three three main island groups. And in the league in flip top we have uh I I put them in five divisions basically like the 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 capital region or the metro which is okay. metro manila and then uh like north of that is the calabarzon division south of that is the uh north of that is the central luzon division south of it is uh, the calabarzon division and then the two other island groups which is uh, visayas and mindanao they have their own divisions and our tryouts like makes it all the way to each one you know like um okay. Like the the cats in Visayas, they'll they'll have their own um they'll have their own uh freestyle tournament and then their own like one minute battles before they can actually make it to like the main event in in the the main Visayas event basically, um and the, but this year though we ca- kind of did away with the freestyle battles like cut it down we cut it out short so so now it's down to like three tiers again okay. I'd say like submission based um the one minute battles and and then yeah you get your your main battle what um what's a what's the flip top staff look like like how big is the staff this like five different regions um tournament i'm sure these events these events are massive uh you may mention of a cameraman uh that sounds yeah, like yeah. you're still using the same guy you got got on with yeah, or, for sure. 
and that's that's fire that's fire like yeah, that, yeah. that that represents some loyalty um and growth and development in that regard and um yeah like what's the staff look like yeah man so like we really started out with just the two of us man like um like and that's there you were events where you uh, and, you me and, and uh, um yeah kev uh that's kev, a big homie kev. kev like he he's our he was basically like our our senores as as we call it like our okay. senior pretty much okay. right so uh definitely the big brother man um yeah it was just the two of us like i remember even running events before i'd fucking man the fucking the the gate you know what I mean? yeah 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 and yeah I, yeah i realized wait like i'm supposed to be hosting as well so like I'll just like pull one of the homies, be like, "Hey man, can you watch the gate for a bit? I'll yeah. I'll just run back there, and every time there's a break, I'll take over again, kind of yeah. thing." And then I'd I'd end up fucking sweeping the venue, you know, like like yeah. when it's all done, I, I'd clean up for the venue as well, uh, pick up bottles, type shit. So, um, uh, there was a time, man, like um, uh, and from that, like we we expanded to like three, so there was like three of us for a long time, um, as the, as the core staff uh there was even a time i literally built the stage yo like we bought some wood and like we hammered that shit together and that was the stage we used in one of our um the event was uh ahon two mm-hmm. and then uh, I, uh we did it again for like for several events man like like literally we built our own stage and it was like flimsy as hell like it probably <laughs> would have broken if, like more people got on it and shit Word. um uh and then eventually not nowadays man like the core staff is uh we're at seven Mm-hmm. Um, so there's me, uh, Kuya Kev, who does the yeah the videography work and the main editing, and then okay. we have a, a graphic designer, two graphic designers, and two um, two other video editors, and then uh, a corporate secretary, uh, and I do everything else. Okay. And then for the events, we have a what we call like the auxiliary staff, which is like everyone like the the boom mic holder the the boom mic operator the sound system crew the uh security um our additional staff like people to man the the gates the merch and days like uh i don't know if you saw like we're trying to push our own beer like flip top beer like we made uh craft beer out here so like we're trying to push that we got people like running that that booth uh That's sometimes if, if the venue allows food like yeah like uh people to watch over the food stall yeah and whatever we can afford pretty much man like so you know like we really like built it up slowly um like can we afford extra hands then that we'll get them you know mm-hmm. that kind of thing so how difficult how difficult is it booking out of the country talent for for a flip top event that's definitely the most difficult um n- not in terms of logistics but pretty much uh finances that's that's pretty much it man like uh of course like um like we still are third world you know what i mean so like our money is different like uh, um like it's hella expensive to fly anyone out from the states um yeah. for us out here like if we want to if we want to travel like you kind of have to book try to book your flight like four months to like a year in advance to try to get the cheapest shit possible wow. so i'd say like that's that's probably like 98 percent of like of uh filipinos who want to travel like abroad basically mm-hmm. so um and vice versa pretty much anyone who wants to travel like i'd say for you guys you, like i don't know like um the cheapest the west coast gets would be like uh, um 
I've seen I've seen something for like four hundred dollars, but that's like a thirty-five hour flight. You know what I mean? But but like let's say on average like a thousand dollars. That's supposed to be like big money for you guys. Um. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's an expensive flight. Yeah. Thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at them. I'm, I'm, I'm looking like, them up right now, man. They're, I'm seeing prices fifteen hundred, twenty one hundred. Yeah, yeah. Where 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 are they yeah, flying yeah. into? To Manila. Manila, yeah, fifteen, fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. Not, so, not, uh, they're cheaper flights, but geez, yeah, like these are these are hefty investments. Some of these, some guys yeah. don't get paid what the flight costs. So you know that's yeah, man. And like, imagine all the more for us. You know what I mean? Because like, yeah, like if you convert that shit to our currency, and that's you know like that's way above like a uh, minimum wage over right. here. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's not cheap at all, man. And um. I guess, like, um, on the other hand, like, w maybe one other problem would be the lack of support, pretty much. Because, like, if the views were prob were getting as mu much as the local battles do, mm -hmm. then it, it would probably be a lot easier to, to like, um, to put together for sure. Like, to mm -hmm. squeeze in even, like, every now and then, like, squeeze in one English battle for the lineup kind of thing. Right. But, um, yeah, man, it, it didn't work this one event, so it's really been tough. And the interest as well, um, around 2014, 2015, I'd say, like, the interest for, like, English battle rap was, wasn't was that high. And maybe until now, man, uh, unfortunately, like, like um, I'd say, like, 90-plus percent of our fans, like, don't follow, um, like, English battle rap pretty much. Like, they're okay. not even aware of it, maybe, like. So it's the it's it's the it's that that lends me to the question I was going to ask and maybe you just answered it. I was going to ask if I'm sure the battlers are more familiar than the crowd. Um but Yeah, for sure. <laughs> do the battlers feel disrespected when American battlers or when English battlers say that they're the most viewed or that they're the um, number one battle rapper like if if I'm, I remember when it was a big thing about Arsenal and Charlie Clips and whoever else getting to a hundred million views, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, you guys got like the two on two with, with Smugglers, uh, Sheehy, yeah. Looney, and, um, Abra, that's, that's, that's 55 million just yeah, in yeah. one battle. Sheehy's next battle versus, uh uh I don't I don't want to pronounce it wrong but uh Cineo. Yeah. Cineo, was 53 yeah. million. Yeah, so yeah. right there two battles that person is at 100 and almost 110 million views. Oh for um, sure. Yeah, yeah. Do do the battlers feel disrespected when they hear Americans say they're the number one view number one battler in the world, most um, viewed battler in the world. Maybe Maybe a little bit when it first happened, but uh, to be honest, like, um, it's probably not much of a big deal anymore. And at the same time, like, unfortunately, like, maybe the news doesn't come out here okay. as often as it did anymore. Like, we don't even hear, like, um, or, like, we don't really, like, focus on, like, whatever anyone might be saying about, like, <laughs> being the most viewed anymore. Like, um, okay. but when it definitely, like, uh, like uh when we were first getting big 
I do remember Smack like making fun of our views and shit. Like he was like saying like it was all bots and stuff like that, or like a lot of people in Asia type shit. Um but afterwards, like, nah man, you know, like um we wouldn't be here without y'all anyways. So like that's how I see it. So right. you know what I mean? Like uh I'm and for sure, like the the MCs out here too, like the ones that like really still study it and still like uh watch the um the battles over there and shit. So um yeah man like like they don't think it's a big deal like um it's more funny than anything i'd say like like what's that one website verse tracker where like yeah yeah they had like put a category on the filter for like english and and yeah. everyone else who isn't who isn't rapping in english and shit yeah. um it's definitely something to be proud about like uh uh but yeah other than that like it's it's not a big deal man like um let me tell you let me tell you what a big deal is to me all right um i found out about battle rap on the set of eight mile okay um yeah, yeah. i didn't really know that people battled like that you know um i didn't go to like the hip-hop shop i was too young to go where eminem was going and yeah, yeah. uh on on the set i'm watching them do the Hey, you get to go up here and battle Eminem and, you know, do stuff like yeah. that. Marv was one of the people. Um, yeah, sure. And I saw the response that all of the MCs from uh, Marv, The Wiz, The Fusion, Soup, um, I saw the response that they all got. And I was like, man, I could do that shit. Like, <laughs> like, like, I, I wanted that response. Like, I was already a rapper, yeah, sure. and yeah. I saw, the, like, I had never seen people cheer for people like that. And I was like, "Yo, I can do that, right?" Yeah. So I started doing that, and I would go to these places, and it'll be fifteen, twenty people in a dirty-looking bar. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, or it'll be a tournament with 32 people and I got to win eight times to get a hundred dollars or whatever it was. Right. Yeah. And I'm getting in these events and I'm, I'm fighting man to be, be heard. Right. For sure. And I've been able to literally watch battle rap go from spaces like that to spaces like yours. Yeah. yeah. And I, and I'm able to the same way that, um, you say that you were able to watch us, yeah. um, myself, Marv, uh, Dan, the Source Immaculate, the WRCs, uh, King of the Dot, or what have you. You were able to watch that and get inspiration. Well, I'm able to watch you guys do what you do and, and feel not only inspiration, but a fulfillment, a admiration of something that I never thought I'd see this, bro. Like, I don't yeah, know yeah. how, I don't know how important it is to you. Right. I know just in talking to you, how, um, much you put in the hip hop in general and your admiration and your love for hip hop and battle rap, um, for you to continue to do this 15 yeah. plus years. Right. Um, yeah. and people don't talk about that enough. You guys have been around for 15 years plus doing this. Yeah. yeah. Um, or 24 what, what what 15 14 wherever we at um yeah when i watch it though bruh it's like wow man i didn't even know 
that people in the Philippines were watching me during that time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, so when like we spoke and you're like, yeah, man, hey, man, I'd love to be on the show, man. I've been a fan since that. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. I get that now. Like Quest now gets that. But like young Quest doing this, no idea. So when sure. I look over and I see the type of crowds you're bringing, um, the fun that the MCs are having on the stage, uh, the diversity in MCs that you have, you got women, you got men, you got lyrical, you got joke, you got a guy yeah. that dresses up, you know, you got yeah. like, you got some of everything. And, yeah. um, and I think, um, not enough is said about the reach in the uh, unification where two people that have never spoke to each other uh, outside of a, a chat uh, can hop on this phone or hop on this, this cam from thousands of miles away and share something so similar, share experiences so similar. While I'm hearing everything you're talking about, man, I'm thinking about my come up. Like, I'm thinking about my friends and what they say about, man, the family, they 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 were telling me to shut up, man. Or these yeah, people yeah, yeah. weren't believing in this. They didn't think we yeah, could yeah. do this. Or, you know, um, from you putting the events together. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar. Me and Daylight Battle at an event that I put together. Yeah, like yeah, I, yeah. I was doing what you were running to the yeah, door, yeah. taking door money, and then, hey, having my yeah, yeah. aunt sit at the door because I could trust her with money. And I'm yeah, running yeah. back and forth. I'm, I got somebody else to host. I had all my yeah, friends yeah. hosting or uh, whatever so I could focus on my battle. But all while I'm focused on the battle in the beginning, I'm looking at the door like, man, I hope people come in this place, man. Like, you know, and um, it's so inspiring, man. It's it's so inspiring. Like I like you all are uh, a focal point in advancing not only the culture of battle rap but the culture of hip hop. How do you do you do you ever think about that while you're doing what you're doing, or do you just do? Yeah, no, for sure, man. Like uh, it's it's a fucking honor, yo. Like uh, for real, like, and it's been a wild ride, but it was always an honor, like to begin with, like. And until now, man, like, um, yeah, like, you know, you want to be heard. You want to get your name out there kind of thing. Like, um, every MC wants that. That's why they want to battle, you know what I mean? And then, like, to even be fucking recognized for anything, like, for even, like, a fraction of it, like, that's, it's definitely, like, um, it's crazy to me, man, because, uh, yeah, you know, like, growing up, man, like, um, we didn't have a lot of hip hop acts coming to the Philippines, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. so like there were, there were definitely years, like as a hip hop fan, you're like, fuck man, I'll never get to see idea live. I'll never get to see Eminem live. I'll never get to see like Nelly live or whoever the fuck, right? Like not even bone thugs. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, like, uh, and then to eventually like make enough noise to, to get some people's attention, you know what I mean? Like internationally, yeah. um, to the point that even uh um maybe just maybe fucking even Eminem knows like there's some battle rap shit going out here. Like yeah. that, that's fucking that's insane, you know. Like uh I never no, would have thought M, no, M knows. Yeah. M knows. Yeah. M, M so, knows. Um, yeah, no, that's crazy, man. Like uh when I first when I first made it out there as well, like the King of the Dot, 
seeing everyone, you know, like it was really a trip, man. I was, I was act, like super overwhelmed, to be honest. Like, like I'm walking on the sidewalk, like a, a fucking um, thesaurus and them were like in front of us type shit. I'm like, damn, yo, like, yo, that's really them, man. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I, I guess I'd say like the, it's probably not different from like how like fans would first view us. You know what I mean? Like, Mm-hmm. They always kind of get that feeling like, oh, man, I, I only used to see you on YouTube and now here you are in person. And so, like, yeah. with the fame of Flip Top, for sure it happens, you know, like, the, the if uh, we run into fans outside, right, like, they'll, they'll yeah. all be like, oh, damn, like, I've I've been watching you for years and I've, um, all that, right? Um, and that's pretty much how I felt, like, fucking seeing everyone out in, out in uh, Toronto and then yeah. more so in, in Cali and... Yeah, man. Like it was definitely like, okay, a fucking crazy ass trip, and and but still an honor, you know. Like, um, just what fuck, if, if I were to go all the way back to when I was a kid, you know, like it's 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 really crazy, man. I I never would have thought, you know. How do you how do you um balance like day to day life and being the the president of quite possibly the biggest thing in hip hop? out there like the raw hip-hop raw like like how do you manage just day-to-day life with um organizing these events uh performing at these events uh getting new talent things of that nature um yeah i just take it by the day man like i've i'm pretty sure i've said that in in past interviews as well like i really just tried to take it by the day um try to um do what's important basically the priorities you know like uh for the family as well for the household um and get to work pretty much man it's it's work it's a lot of stress it's a lot of hectic shit uh but it's it's definitely a lot of work every day um i'm pretty tired of it to be honest <laughs> like, I'm, it's I'm, time to I'm, time to time to groom your uh successor man yeah like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, like, you be the, you uh, be I, I the... used to be the young cat. You know what I mean? I, I used yeah. to be the young cat in the crew, and now like I'm feeling old. So man, <laughs> yeah, man, you got to get to the point you can sit back and just smoke a cigar in a in a dimly lit yeah, room sure. and just bark out orders. Yeah, uh, yeah, I wish, man. Shit, <laughs> man. Uh, uh, but yeah, but it's it's really just like focusing on the work. Um, really, just like sticking to it, man. You know, like um, it's definitely easy to get distracted to get lost to get caught up and all this shit uh but like if you kind of like stick to the work and at the same time like try to remember like why you're doing it for you know what i mean like what was the yeah. fucking first reason why you did it to begin with uh that definitely helps um and then uh yeah i i used to drink a lot more <laughs> like uh <laughs> when i was a bit young i still drink a lot now but like it's I, i've i've tamed it down a bit mm-hmm. uh but I definitely like you know I enjoy my vices and shit like like you've probably seen me light up like ten cigarettes already and shit right. so <laughs> yeah so um, you know you got to coat the coat um, yeah yeah for sure <laughs> let, let me ask you this um, I don't want to hold you because I know it's super late and you've been gracious yeah. enough cool. um, yeah um, what would be what would be your keys to success in both um, live events and uh, YouTube uh, drops as a battle lead. What what advice would you give uh, to someone looking to get into this culture, getting into uh, this business venture, 
and what just what keys would you give them for success in both the live uh aspect as well as uh the digital youtube media in that regard uh shit i don't know man like um fuck uh what sticks out like i'm trying i'm trying to think of like is there actually anything i can say that like people don't already know you know what i mean like you know what uh, I, I always find that some things that we think are common knowledge there's somebody yeah, yeah. with not even that yet so this might be that guy that was in 2008 2000 and yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever that's at the phase you were when you were developing flip top coming up with all these ideas and paths and goals and they might just need that push of inspiration so think of it as if this person doesn't know anything um i guess for the live for the live event man i'd say like uh murphy's law definitely happens you know what i mean like if something's gonna fuck up it's gonna fuck up so like mm -hmm. so uh like maybe like quite simply right like to get ahead of that you know what i mean okay. like like try to fucking anticipate every fucking thing that could go wrong and when you're done when you think you're done with the list of things that could go wrong uh be ready for like a whole longer list of things that actually happened that you didn't fucking think of <laughs> so <laughs> okay so uh okay. it's pretty much been that man like you know i i didn't go to school for this shit. um like nobody none of us did right like right, no, right. even everything from like organizing to like logistics to like the uh the business side of it especially man like i didn't go to school for that shit. um so it was really a lot of that man just like building on on that per event right like okay like how's it gonna go blah blah, blah. like uh there's probably gonna like it, it could fuck up here so how do we like uh preempt that right like prepare for that and if if your plan a doesn't work what's your plan b plan c and then like at the event more shit happens that you didn't prepare for so for next event you're like you're preparing for that and <laughs> so on and so forth and just try to get ahead man like uh, like um yeah, you know what I mean? Like, until you reach the point, like, you know, I've definitely considered, like, for certain events, like, fuck, man, like, what if somebody actually died at the at the fucking event? Like, if a stampede happened or, like, a fire broke out or some shit, yeah. uh, like, how the fuck w would I have to deal with that? So, and you kind of build up a contingency plan for shit like that. So, like, uh, that's the live stuff. Um, I'd say for online, man, it's, like, uh maybe like simplicity consistency and being like true to yourself kind of thing mm -hmm. like i think it could be like it could boil down to that so um like if um uh, if you're true to, true to yourself like no matter what content that is it's gonna look dope anyways you know what i mean like yeah. like um i'm sure we all like fucking stumble upon videos that like people wouldn't expect us to watch right but like you know like i'll fucking i'll watch a video about like those dudes like replacing like a horseshoe yeah. type thing and like and it's obviously done by an expert so like when he shoots it it's fucking dope you know like it, it makes it look interesting or it's mm -hmm. uh, it looks interesting to me um so like whatever it is if it's like some fucking educational shit if it's like streaming games or whatever like yeah just be, like being true to yourself and like of course like if being true to yourself uh, involves having like a, a good personality then that helps Word. uh but otherwise like even if you're not like you know 
even if you're not the most fucking confident guy or whatever mm-hmm. um like being true to yourself and what you're passionate about i always feel like will will like permeate the video or like will will show through and shit so and then the consistency is like a i feel like it's a big deal um like uh for sure like over the years watching how all the other battle leagues do it man like um uh, like switching channels i'd say is like kind of like uh social media suicide in a way like that always makes it <laughs> tough right like everyone everyone's used to one channel and then like suddenly you you uh, transfer the league to a different channel and another one and another one and and people i guess don't don't keep up right so like us having a singular channel and like um intentionally um what do you call this uh centralizing our views on that like mm-hmm. i think is a is a big difference man for sure because like uh we never tied up with the uh, with the streaming apps we never tied up with uh with other platforms and shit um even like spotify was has been asking us to like put our battles on on spotify and i'm like no but i want to see like you know like the the centralization of it all like the viewership yeah. like it wouldn't it wouldn't read 2 billion if if i put it out on facebook if i put it out on on everywhere else you know what i mean on on a on a streaming app with a with a paywall so right like like we can definitely we like the 2 billion is is definitely like a tangible or or like a concrete number to look at to to show to anyone that like yeah we're 2 billion on youtube as opposed to being like Two billion total off of TikTok and blah blah blah, blah or whatever, right? Like like five different social media apps, right? Um, so, so there's there are no battles anywhere else. No, nah, ah, that's no, nah, it's, it's all on YouTube, man. And um, and then I'd say the simplicity thing, like, like I I I kind of feel like um the way we titled our videos, like, like it was made with the intentions of looking as simple as possible so it was literally just like flipped up dash name versus name right. and, I, and i've seen like other leagues like, toy around with the with the titles right mm-hmm. but i feel like having a standard like a simple standard um makes a big difference you know what i mean so so like i've, I've seen other leagues put the name the league name at the end um some some of them will try to use like clickbaity titles and shit like that so uh, but ours just having been like that for 14, uh, yeah, 14 years, flipped up dash, flipped up always with a capital F, capital T, mm-hmm. space, dash, space, MC name versus MC name, like, like, uh, un- gives it some kind of like uniformity, some kind of identity, I guess, and like easier to, to spot as opposed to everyone else, you know? Okay. And, what about the website? Um, I see you guys do a lot of merch uh, and a lot of merch promotion in that regard. Uh, you can get, I want to share this while we're at it. Um, if you're watching right now, right now the website is at the bottom. You can definitely yeah, yeah. share. Let's talk about uh, what's on the website. Uh, the website, man, we like try to put as much info about like the battle MCs and the league in itself. Uh, like we have articles uh actually uh about the merch um we've had difficulty like linking it up to like uh, a better like shipping system you know what i mean so like we still kind of run our merch through facebook more okay um 
but yeah, on the website, like there's like basic bios of like most of the MCs, if not all. Uh, basic info about them. Um, articles. Uh, sometimes, yeah, there you go. Um, you got the tryouts thing when when it's whenever it's available. Um, and videos are basically content, man. Just like a just another centralized fucking um platform to like put the stuff. So like there you got an article over there about like some local hip hop group. Um, shout outs to them, Tres Diablos and MC Spotlight. That's for like solo MCs. Um, an interview of like another uh, local MC out here, MC producer, that's Maven. Um, there we got pre-event reviews, hip hop, uh, upcoming events, uh, uh, fan submissions, which is like, yeah, you know, like volunteers and shit. They just like submit us stuff to post okay. from fans perspective about the best battles from last event, latest battles, social feed, like try to make it look simple. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. uh, simple as possible, pretty much. Um, uh, if you happen, if you happen to like uh, go through the web website, just like try to keep you on there as long as possible. Look at all sorts of different things. This is something uh, dope. Yeah. right here. Oh yeah, we got the lyrics too. Yeah, Yo, the lyrics this is, for like, uh, this local, is dope. local hip hop. Yeah. This is really dope, man. Like yeah. uh, all the battle leagues, man. If y'all are watching this, uh, things to keep your your fans engaged uh things that had your fans come back and yo the this is it man this is this is so dope uh before we get out of here man can you tell us yeah. uh where to find everything uh flip top uh we got the website again we'll share that as a matter of fact let's share that now let's share it again uh, let them know where to go on our social platforms and also let us know what's going on in the future uh, for flip top yeah man so like uh, yeah you got the website and then our, our main um, social media would still be Facebook uh, I feel like that's not as big a thing anymore in the states huh Facebook I think it's not with the young kids they say old yeah. people here you All like right. me like me yeah. <laughs> uh they say old people uh use facebook uh but all i got All is right. twitter man they banned me from facebook man and oh shit yeah i but got yeah, hacked uh, <laughs> all right then uh must have been a filipino for sure right? oh <laughs> man <laughs> no, but but yeah like uh we still got the facebook it's a uh, facebook.com slash flip top dot battle league that's where like basically all the information um about upcoming events um merch and tickets uh you can just like uh message the inbox and shit someone's gonna reply um that's where we post like the when a big when a battle is uh, uploaded and shit like that's where we basically promote it the most okay. um we only picked up on on twitter and instagram like recently uh like more so in like the last four years maybe Okay. Um, it was always there, but like it was just like linked to like whatever we would post on Facebook, like it would come out there. Yeah. But we wouldn't really monitor that shit for a while. Uh, but yeah, eventually it was a uh, flip top battles on uh, on Instagram, and then uh, shit, what is it on on Twitter? I don't even fucking know, man. Uh, uh, flip, uh, flip top battle underscore yeah. battles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flip top battles or flip top battle league um, on Twitter. Uh, we try to um, standardize the posting nowadays as well. So, like, whatever comes out on Facebook will most likely come out on Twitter, Instagram, and all of that as well. So, uh, and then my shit, man, like, I don't actually have Instagram or Twitter. Um, 
I have a fan page, uh, but like an artist page pretty much, but I don't even like really fuck with it much. Like, like I, I don't really do social media every day just because like uh, the work in itself involves like social media all the time. So like, yeah. so I'm sick of it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I understand. Uh, like I, I help run the flip top pages and, and the, our uh, local uh, independent label as well. Uprising Records Philippines. Like uh, I help with that. I work on that. And um, and but I also got an uh, MC Enigma page, like yeah, it's just MC Enigma. You can find it on Facebook. Mm-hmm. But whoever the fuck's using that shit on on Instagram and Twitter, man, like that's not me. So like, I don't know if y'all have been hitting him up and like probably getting pissed that he's not replying or whatever. <laughs> that, that's not me, though. But uh, every now and then I will be notified of like somebody messaging the the Twitter account, which is where like we linked up, right? Like. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, otherwise, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm on Facebook. So okay, okay. And um, what do we got uh, going on? You just had the Sharon battle that was really big here. Um, not yeah, as big yeah. as some of the things there, but it was really, really big here. Uh, and I believe it, it, it really took uh, some people took notice because it dropped on a day uh, like uh, what was it, Christmas here? Yeah, yeah, New um, Year or something. New yeah. Year or something like that, and. Um, what are the what are the uh, goals and plans for 2024 and what can we expect uh from enigma himself in 2024 man um i always just say like bigger and better pretty much man really just like um take it by the day take it a step at a time kind of thing just like little improvements everywhere kind of thing uh but we always have our yearly tournament so uh the isabuhay tournament that's the one-on-one tournament we used to have a two-on-two, but we don't do that anymore. Uh, but yeah, we we have the Isabuhay tournament. Um, um, bigger and better events all around the country as well. And maybe, just maybe, man, you know, like um, maybe a bit more international battles. Maybe it, it's it's going to make more sense now than it ever has, you know, so. Okay. All right. Well, listen, uh, I hope that this year grants great success and fortune to you. Um, I saw the interview on Vice, so like the the attention is is still forming and it's it's still going. Uh, I'm super proud. I don't know what that means to you, but um, I'm super proud to be a part of this um, thing we call hip hop and an inspiration in any way, shape, form, or fashion to the maturation of uh, hip hop in other places. the work that you're putting in right now is cementing your legacy or the work that you've already put in has cemented your legacy uh, in the Philippines for sure. Uh, and in America as well, um, because you're being recognized and I hope you all continue to get recognized. And I hope that uh, us in America, we can learn more. Uh, I think I think we all grow when we learn together. I think looking at the model of Flip Top and the artists that are able to go on the heights in areas outside of battle rap that are still staying true to the art, coming back and performing, it's showing the crowds, uh, seeing that people are interested in their, uh, their top rap acts getting in this battle ring still. I hope that, uh, light a shine uh and that just that inspiration that hopefully uh you guys got from us 
you can continue to give and continue to grow this thing we call hip hop. I appreciate you. Battle rap appreciates you, Enigma. Hey, thank you, man. Um, yo, man, we got to do this more often, man. Yeah, for sure. Yo, but definitely, man, kind words, yo. And it's 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 always a fucking honor. Like, um, yeah, for real. Like, uh, never would have thought, like, I, I even get to interact with you, like, from after all those years of watching the old battle in the WRCs, man. It's it's definitely a big honor. Um, I'm, I'm also just, like, fucking proud to, like, keep it going you know what i mean like uh and definitely thank you to all y'all who fucking paved the way for us for for like a little filipino boy like me to fucking be exposed to like all the the, the entire culture and to like and to be able to give back to it man like it's it's definitely uh yeah man dream come true pretty much man Indeed. like <laughs> Well, hey, man, on behalf of everybody, man, we appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for joining the show. Yes, we man. appreciate yeah, yeah. you. Thank you, thank you, man. Thank you. All right, man, I'll talk to you soon, brother. Yeah, sure, let me know anytime, man. Do okay, a part for, two. For sure, it's on. All right, all right. Peace, peace. yo. Thanks peace. for having me, man. All right, peace, peace. Hang on one second for me. Yo, 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 yo. Listen, that is it. I said, yo, podcast, man. We had a wonderful, wonderful interview with my man Enigma straight out of Flip Top uh, Battle League in the Philippines, man. The the number one viewed battle rap league in the world, man. Uh, I want y'all to make sure you tune in. Make sure you share this on social media platforms. Click the notification bell. Share it with your friend. Uh, make this aware. Make this available. We strive to tell stories in hip hop. We say the drama for your mama and we just get down to the meat and potatoes of the stories, man. Thank you so much. Tune in later. I said, yo. Hey, y'all, I'm always waiting and I think I'm ready to cue in the music to go, but I'm not. But now I am. Yeah. Hey, turn me up. Turn me up. Yeah. All right. Hands up for the money, we gon' reach, nigga. Showin' in the belly of the beast, nigga.